This episode may contain content some may find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. everybody hello 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 i'm Corey. i'm holly and this is another episode of sister strange Yo. what's up not much what's up how you? you been kid i've been i have yeah been it is hot it is hot um it's i saw a graph today they charted like the average temperature for portland because for some reason portland is the Tell right now, oh, um, yeah. and the last three days are trending at least five degrees hotter than the hottest days on record Ooh, for it, Portland. It's toasty, and see, I don't mind it being hot. I like it when it's warm, but the humidity's a killer. Mm. I don't like the humidity. I don't like the humidity either. Oh, I actually um because no. I'm going to visit Ducky. I actually looked at the girl in Sephora today because I went over to the mall for the first time in literally like two years maybe a year yeah i looked at the girl and i was like i'm going to be in texas at the end of august i need something that is like humidity proof so she hooked me up yeah i don't know why you would want to go to texas at the end of august i know it's it's when the flights were cheapest it's what made sense with theater for next year um it's what made sense for work you know I almost said, I just don't know why Texas. End of but I'm ducky, that's why. Well, besides. And Steph. I'm going to be meeting Steph. I know. Do not. So exciting. Cat. Mm. <laughs> yes. Murray, you're being a very bad co-host. He's not. He just sat down, looked at me like, I'm going to jump on your laptop. I'm like, don't. No, you won't. So today's a little bit of a different episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't fall in the strange or weird or what we usually do. do. Um, I would call this true I mean, crime. It's definitely... I'm gonna kill you, cat. <laughs> <laughs> he has his feet on my chair like mom. Um, yeah, it's definitely true crime. True, true, true crime? True crime. It's, it's a true crime. Um, I think it's also one of those sort of political episodes we do every so often. Yeah, yes, um, absolutely. In a really necessary way. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but Holly and I are pretty liberal. Weird. I probably don't think they could have guessed that from any of our past. Uh, I know. I know. We're, we're pretty, pretty left. Um, we are both happy end of Pride. This it goes up. What this goes up on the second of June. Um, I. July, right? Second of July. Second of July. I listen. I don't even know. Um, Second of July. So Pride Month just ended. Holly and I are both queer in some capacity. Yep. Um. Big old honking feminists. You know, we have opinions. So this is one of those slightly more political episodes. Um, but it's actually super slightly. It's it's pretty political. Very um, political. And very tragic. Um. But this is going to be mostly Holly episode because not that I didn't want to do my homework, but Holly sort of took charge on this. 
and I don't even think it was homework. I this happened by accident. Yeah. Um, um all of this started on TikTok. Let's okay. All of this started on TikTok in that this is where I get a lot of my information from. And I get a lot of this information from because the creators that are making the content are directly involved in what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so look, TikTok has been sidebar. TikTok has been one of the best things to happen to the true crime community in a minute. Oh, absolutely. Since my favorite murder came out, what was five, six years ago? Uh, not only that, but TikTok and podcasts, all of this has been so, so, so like huge in the true crime movement, especially what's been going on. Um, and it's been such a great platform for people to express, like, especially people that have firsthand information mm-hmm. with, I'm not, yeah, there's some censorship, but a lot of the times, especially with TikTok, people will screen record things so they can mm-hmm. re-upload it and repost it. So what are we talking about today, Holly? We are talking about the essential genocide and residential schools and the findings that have been made in Canada. And it's been a string of them. It's not just one school. Oh, no. It's been a a string of indigenous people's residential schools. Oh, yeah. As of right now, the total count is 1,323 remains that are mostly children buried in mass graves. I'm going to say that again. 1,323 and counting children of indigenous people have been found in mass graves in Canada at these indigenous residential schools. So before Holly gets started, I just want to remind everybody that Holly and I are white and American. So we are looking at this from an outsider's perspective. um, And we are doing our best to handle it as respectfully as possible. Um, We really just want to give the information that we know and Um, for me most importantly I want to be able to use the fact that because of I don't want to say my privilege but at the same time my privilege because these indigenous people they are mourning such a heavy loss and they are tired from mourning such a loss that we need to continue having the conversations while they're mourning, while they're getting news of finding more of these children that they have lost and that they will never get back. I want to be able to use our voice and our platform to continue to raise that awareness for them when so they can have that chance to mourn and get the strength to continue fighting for what they need to fight for, for fighting for the treaties that have been signed and not been upheld, 
fight for getting resources to their reservations that they have not been able to get, fighting for the thousands and thousands of missing or murdered indigenous people that go missing or are killed every single year. Right. So this is us doing our best to use our privilege in the only way we know how, the only platform we really have, um, which it's this it's this sort of silly little paranormal true crime podcast, but it's 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 our platform. So go for it, huh? So, like I said, a collection of mass graves have been found at residential schools that are no longer open. And a lot of these residential schools were run by either the Canadian government or the Catholic Church. Do we want to explain what is a re- re- what a residential school is real quick? Yes. Because so, that's not a not a very that's not a term I think most Americans are familiar with, even though I think we have a similar concept. Um, I'll get into that in a bit. Yeah. But the essentially what a residential school is is a almost like a boarding school specifically for native people or indigenous people um a lot of the times these schools were promised to become owned by whatever indigenous people were being sent there um to better their education to better um teach their children about their culture and all of that, but those promises were always broken. Those promises were always broken. These children were very often taken away from their families and these families weren't given a choice. Um, I have a absolutely heartbreaking YouTube video from a, um, from a chief in Canada who recalls what it was like when he was six years old, having his mother bring him there and what he went through while he was there. And that's the other thing. Um, and I'll, I'll link that in the episode description, definitely. And that's the other thing. Um, and I've heard this quite often, especially from other white people. I've heard, well, I can't fix things that we've done in the past. I can't bring these people back. I can't fix what my ancestors did. The last residential school in Canada closed down in 1996. That's not that long ago. 25 years? Mm-hmm. 25 years ago? Yep. That is not that long ago. So what would happen at these schools because like i said a lot of the information i actually got was from indigenous tiktok um i follow um an absolute wonder of a human being his username is modern warrior um so full of information and it breaks my heart for what these people are going through um so and i've seen videos of people who have survived being in these residential schools um but 
I'm going to reference that YouTube video real quick. Uh, the chief's name is Chief Robert Joseph, and he recounts when he got there. Now, mind you, he is six years old. He was herded into a mass shower where they threw some kind of white liquid on him and all of the others that were there. They then cut his hair, doused it in kerosene. Ugh, cutting cutting his hair is the part that so far hurts yep. the most. Doused it in kerosene, and the school was segregated, so boys were separate and girls were separate. If he went and waved to his sister, who was also there, there would be some kind of punishment. The idea for the idea behind the residential schools to quote what he was told was to kill the Indian but save the man. Ugh. That's the whole idea of, of manifest destiny, isn't it? Do you remember yep. re learning about that? Yep. Now, because we are not Can Canadian, um, a lot of Native people are calling for the cancellation of Canada Day. Just kind of how we are super yeah. not chill with Columbus Day. And this is kind of going to make you not chill with Fourth uh, of July either. Because I'm going to go a little bit into some very brief critical race theory. The Revolutionary War was not over us wanting to have independence. It was over us being told that we could not go past the Appalachian Mountains because that land belonged to the natives. The King of England at the time blatantly told us you are not to go past the Appalachian Mountains because that land belongs to the Native Americans or the indigenous people. And we won that war. If you look up any of the, um, look up the Trail of Tears, look up the Battle of, I'm drawing a blank, any of the battles that we've had with the indigenous people, it is the second we get that freedom to go wherever we want on the land that's supposedly ours, finger quotes. So, with that being said, these residential schools were also notorious for performing experiments on children. Specifically, the Indian school in Port Alburnia, which was one of six residential schools at the time, um, where vulnerable First Nation children were subjected to nutrition experiments. Now, do you have a snack on you? Currently? Yes. Yes. So look on the back and what's one of the first things that you see? Broccoli. Okay, besides that. <laughs> I, I have a veggie platter. A, a lovely white label, perhaps? Yes. Yes, a label. Yep. Nutritional facts. Yep. 
you know how we got that label and how we figured out what some of those like i gotta grab something the um like caloric values are yeah i'm going to guess just hazard a guess has something to do with these these nutrition experiments yep so the parents nor the children were given were not given any form of uh, opportunity to get give uh, informed consent. They were not aware at the time why that some children were being fed lard, broth, and bread, while others were being fed flour mixtures with vitamins. Or some were being fed a mixture of herbs at the time, like uh, and bone meal. And yet these children were becoming very sick and very malnourished. So uh, these government sanctioned experiments lasted 10 years from 1942 to 1952. Now, what does this sound a lot like? You must be reading my mind because this sounds an awful lot like, like, holocaust like internment camps yep this when, like when did all of you, that he, happen you you were talking about hurting them into rooms and being showered and having their hair cut i was like this is auschwitz when did world war ii occur world war ii ended in 1945 so let's take a guess where some of these nazi doctors and scientists took their ideas from it was yeah well, what year was this particular leader at the school? I'm using air quotes. Um, like I said, the they lasted from 42 to 52. So it's more likely that as World War II is coming to a close... Um, you had Nazi doctors fleeing to Brazil and like Argentina, like South America mm -hmm. has a lot of Nazis or had at one point a lot of Nazis, um, like a high German population in like South America, yeah. or they were convinced to go to Canada. So before we get too far on that. Before these experiments took place, they already knew what the effects of malnutrition was. They already understood the effects of, like, how um, the caloric intake and all of that worked. Why are the experiment experiments being performed in the first place? When you essentially starve the body, your body becomes anemic. Um, they also denied any kind of dental services during this time. Saying that they were, that dental cavities and gender Gendivitis were both 
quote, important factors in assessing nutritional status. So I said when the um, when the school last school in Canada closed, they have been around for over a hundred years. So eighteen hundreds to nineteen ninety six. Right. Okay. Which leads us to the bottom half of North America. The South? Uh, the United States. Um, Mexico is technically the bottom half of North America, but oh. neither here nor there. Do you know how many of these schools at any point in time there were at the height, no. I should say? I do not. 352. 352? 352. And, and don't let the name school fool you. Like, we've, we've already made the, the connection. This was essentially an internment camp. Yep. For, for children. Specifically for children. Yep. Specifically for indigenous children. Right. Some of the ones in the United States are still running. Oh, excuse me. In the States are still running? Yep. Now, the ones that are in the States are no longer controlled by any kind of church because it wasn't just the Catholic church that was running them. Um, there were a handful of other, oh, the Catholics, either Christian or Catholic, probably the Catholics. I mean, I mean Catholicism is just a, a branch of Christianity, the Catholics. But if you go to some of these websites, they'll tell you the deaths, the reported deaths on their property. And I think the highest that I saw was 50. So they're full of Oh, yeah. They're absolutely. 110%. So what is the United States doing about this? Not a hell of a lot. Making it harder for people who live on reservations. In well, Making people live on reservations. Correct, but incorrect at the same time. Mm. So... We have an amazing person in the house. I think it's the house. Um, are you familiar with Deb Holland? I'm not. She is... Hold on. Let me make sure I have my information absolutely correct before I... She is a... Um, a person of my brain just stopped. I'm so sorry. Okay. She is the secretary of it, secretary of interior. So she's in the cabinet. Yep. Very cool. She is, I want to say the first native American woman to sit in the cabinet. 
she might be the first indigenous person in the cabinet. Mm-hmm. Period. And she has made the statement, and I, I wholeheartedly believe that this is going to happen at some point, that the schools are going to be investigated in the United States. And a detailed Good. report is to be expected to be completed by April 2nd, 2022. Good. Now, this is only... This is only um, looking into the schools that operated between 19, or 1819 and 1969. Because like I said, a lot of a good handful of these schools are still running, but like I said, I don't think they're being run by, I could be very wrong. I don't think they're being run by the Catholic church mm. or any. Or any like um what version of the Catholic church. Right. It's not a religious. No. Um, I parochial. found. Situation. Yep, I found two that are actually run by indigenous people. Okay. So there's a little bit of progress being made. So what does that mean for us? This means that we are potentially looking at finding way more remains of indigenous people than we could ever imagine. So, can you real quick yeah. talk about and this might be the graphic part of this episode. Can we talk about this the the talk about these mass graves? What specifically? So I mean, they were oh. mass graves, correct? Yes. Let's talk about the situations in which these bodies were found. Okay. So it's not like not, someone said, oh, hey, here. Not a lot has been released as far as details in that sense. However, okay. the largest mass grave that was found was a total of 715 remains in one grave. I can't even. And I'm saying remains because these are all the way from the early 1800s up until 96. 1996. A hundred years worth of children. Mm-hmm. A hundred years worth of children that we are never going to get back. A hundred years of culture. That's like four, four generations. Mm-hmm. A hundred years of culture that is never going to get, like be given back. A hundred years of tr- people's trauma that we are never going to be able to correct. I was watching one older woman's TikTok and she's explaining what she went through when she was there. And it broke my heart. She still has nightmares. Oh, I like that. She holds her grandbaby as tight to her as possible because she remembers being taken away from her parents and her mother and grandparents 
when she was her age. What we did to these people is deplorable. What we have done to these people's culture is deplorable. And what we continue to do to them is deplorable because the government will issue a quote apology and it will mean absolutely nothing because nothing will change right every single treaty that we have ever signed with any native group we never kept every single one all of those promises we never kept and we keep pushing them into smaller and smaller reservations. We keep taking away their funding. So they are struggling. One of the most severe hit population for COVID. I have the um, NARF page up. And for those who don't know what that is, it's the Native American Rights Fund. They have a separate section just for donations because they're still struggling with COVID. They have a... We're going we're gonna to link that um, oh, yeah. in the description for this episode, too. Um, they have a... They have one where you can donate directly to them, and then they have a specific donation just for COVID because they're still asking for PPE. They're still asking for like clean water. They're still asking for all of these things that they shouldn't have to ask for. No. So going back to the mass grave end of it, I don't remember the person's name and I'll see if I can find either the TikTok or the article that they referenced, but Mm. someone had already used ground penetrating sonar at one of the schools in the U.S. and could easily confirm at least 20 human remains or 20 remains in one spot. That's just mind-boggling. I'm angry. It's, it's, and it's easy to go straight to being angry. Um, it's what I do with, and I don't want to say hatred, but there is a level of hatred towards the lack of doing something to help what we've already destroyed. Mm-hmm. So there's one more really important thing I want to talk about because this has been affecting these communities, especially more in Canada than the U.S. than I've noticed, Mm. um, or it's just not as reported in the U.S., is the missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls. They are so many so many missing indigenous people. I'm not going to just say women and girls, even though that's what they focus on. 
why? Why? I don't comprehend why. Because it's the same reason, Holly, that these residential schools existed in the first place. I know. Because it's easy to not care about a person who looks different than you. So what can we do? What what are the next steps? The next steps are keeping the conversation going. Every single indigenous person that I watch on TikTok has begged for allies to continue the conversation in their stead while they are mourning their dead, while they are tired and heartbroken that they have lost so many innocent lives for no reason. Keeping the conversation going and keeping our politicians holding like, them accountable. Exactly. Mhm. That is what we can keep doing. Um this can be as simple as writing your state representative writing your i don't know politics stuff that great but getting a hold of whoever and being and just keep that ringing in their ear keep that ringing in their ear that these people matter so much just like we did and we are still doing for the black lives matter movement it's 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 about keeping funds in pockets it's about protesting pipelines that cut through and destroy indigenous land. It's about making sure that these people have access to anything, access to food, water, medicine, um, the ability to vote. That is a huge one. Um, Another huge one is mental health. Especially now. Um, when this episode goes up, I will be making a donation not only to the NARF, but also to the MMI who is missing. Um, both are absolutely amazing uh, foundations, and the funds go where they need to go. Mm-hmm. The funds go to, for NARF, they go to helping Native Americans keep their rights and resources and lifeways uh, protected. Um, it goes towards making sure that those promises made to Native people are upheld, uh, that tribes are able to exercise and sovereign their uh, exercise their sovereign right to manage their own affairs. Um, and part of that will also go towards getting them PPE and whatever else they need. Because we are still in a global pandemic. Mm -hmm. Remember that. Um, going to make sure that they are safe and protected and healthy as they can be during this time that they are mourning. Um the MMI who is missing is the um, missing and murdered indigenous persons. Um, 
again, they stand in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter. Um, they stand, like, all of their research go to trying to figure out what happened to their loved ones and raising awareness for those who have gone missing. Um, if you are an indigenous person or know an indigenous person um, and you fear a loved one has gone missing, they have resources that you can reach out to to either report that person missing and make sure that that gets heard. Mm -hmm. um, they have amazing support um, support lines for those who have been affected by the absolute atrocities that have been going on on these reservations because it's not just people going missing and murdered it's uh, sexual assault and rape on these reservations mm -hmm. so keep making noise make so much noise that they cannot ignore you and let the native people mourn while Take they are the mourning. Space. While they're mourning, make noise. Um, like I said, I'll send Corey all of the links that I've used. I will send mm -hmm. Corey a good handful of the TikToks. I'll actually have her link um, Modern Warriors account because, like I said, he's absolutely. Is he the dude with the Hey Colonizer t-shirt? Yes. I love is. him. <laughs> he is amazing. Yes. He is uh, absolutely amazing. Small native business owners. Yep. And and native craftsmen, and like indigenous craftsmen. We we keep flopping between native and indigenous. Um, I believe indigenous is technically the, the more acceptable word. Um, um, you know. And as far as like... Uh, supporting indigenous crafts, like if you buy indigenous like handmade jewelry and things, wear it with pride and wear wear it knowing that you are helping. Um, you're helping these tribes. Um, I've had I watch beautiful beading videos on TikTok all the time because it's just fascinating to me. Mm -hmm. Dexterity is not something I have. <laughs> um, but the girls that do these voiceovers, because a lot of people are, they're so hesitant because they don't want to seem like they're doing it for the wrong reason or they're doing it to be exploited. exploited. Um, and every single person that I listen to that is doing these videos as long as you're wearing it with respect mm -hmm. and you're wearing it knowing where it came from wear it but um there's a lot of other absolutely horrible things that have happened and I do not have nearly enough time to talk about it all mm. um on my for you page there was a indigenous woman starting to talk about forced sterilization of native women or indigenous women. And that only ended in 2018. 
it's ridiculous. It's insane. Um, we are not the be-all, end-all for education on this, you guys. Oh, so not. if you have, if you want to know more about something, we encourage you to do your own homework. Um, it's just something we felt we needed to bring some attention to. And it all started with um, Modern Warriors video on the first mass grave that they found. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Anything else? I suppose we'll keep you guys posted as more information comes out. Because more information will come out. Because, like I said, that number isn't just a period. It's an and counting. Um, any relevant imagery will be on our Instagram, fingers crossed, on time this time, um, at Sisters Strange Podcast. Um, if you have something you want to share with us, Sisters Strange Podcast at yahoo.com. Um, we have a Kofi. Uh, if you don't want to just help support us, if you want to help support this, the uh, indigenous peoples of North America, be a great place to start um everything will be linked in the episode description um when we make our donation uh we will let you guys know we'll post about that as well um and uh we'll see you next time bye everybody bye